You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you here on a Wednesday. And a terrific program lined up for you today. Pat Hardy will be our guest, allhawkeyes.com. And I sent out a tweet earlier today, Trent, saying that Kirk Ferentz, when he gets on the field for that home opener at Kinnick against Northern Arizona, may have to look into the stands and see if he's got some bodies up there that could put on a jersey and and play because they're losing players like crazy, and we'll get into that. Ted Glover is going to join us, the Daily Norseman, latest on the Vikings. Adam Kramer coming up, kegs and eggs at the 5 o'clock hour on college football, and Ian Castleberry on Major League Baseball. Kid, how you doing? And I was a little taken back again that now two more players have been suspended. Yeah, it's, uh, well, kind of where you, you start. And these things are continuing to pile up now for Iowa. And it seems like a lot of times, arrests, guys getting in trouble, it, it can be very cyclical. You see a lot of this crop up from time to time, then it goes away. And, and that had been the case for Iowa for a long time. But we have hit the level now where I think panic, it's a realistic uh, thing for Hawkeye fans to be going through right now and questioning what is going on with this football program. Why are they continuing to have these problems? And this goes back well before the suspensions of the four different players that they had in the first game, going back to the summertime and the number of guys that have left the program really outside of Manny Ragumba. You're not talking about anybody that was anticipated to do a ton with the squad this team, not guys that were expected to be you know, part of the mix as a starter or fighting for a starting position. That wasn't the case. But what you have, Jim, is a confluence of a bunch of different things together, the attrition of a bunch of guys. We're not talking two, three, four guys. That happens every year. Mm-hmm. It was more yeah. than that. I believe the number was eight that they lost from the end of spring football to where we are today. Then you get the suspension. The first one, Brady Reef. Look, we all had a laugh about it because it was a kid trying to do the right thing. I mean, realistically, he was trying to get an Uber. He wasn't getting behind the wheel. He wasn't right. out there causing trouble. He wasn't getting into a fight. He was a 23-year-old guy that was drunk. And he was trying to get home, and he tried to get an Uber. Unfortunately for him, it wasn't Uber. <laughs> it was a cop car. It was a cop car, yep. Now, you do that on Court Avenue, the cops probably laugh at you and say, Uber line's over there, moron. Go get in line. In a college yeah. town, though. You throw the cuffs on them, and away you go with that one. Then it takes another step forward with what happened with Tristan Wirfs. And again, on a moped, a 300-pound guy, you could laugh about it, but OWI, that, that's a much more serious, certainly, than the public intoxication, at least in my mind. And now today, we get the announcement that the other starting offensive tackle, Alaric Jackson, who, by the way, remember had to sit out the bowl game because of a suspension. You're talking about strike number two for a very talented sophomore offensive tackle that certainly looks to have NFL potential. And you couple that with your starting defensive tackle in Cedric Lattimore. Four guys, two position groups, offensive tackle, defensive tackle. The big guys are running low, Jimmy B. Mm-hmm. They are. Uh, look, if you know a couple of fat guys that got nothing to do that day and they want to suit up, they could probably play on the line. So, look, this I, I know we're making light of the situation, but, Trent, this is not good when you're going to play against that is uh, against a team that is legit. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like you're playing Savannah State here 
where you can play three and fourth stringers and still win by 30. That is not the case with the team that is going to roll into Kinnick. And I get it. I mean, look, it's, you know, Hawk fans, ah, oh, we're going we're gonna to beat them by three touchdowns. Well, you might, but then on the other hand, you may not because this team is a well-coached, well-seasoned, and they have some really good players offensively and defensively. It's not going to be the pushover that I think some fans believe it'll be. It's uh, a spot, Jim, where you talk about Northern Illinois. We've talked maybe too much about Sutton Smith. Maybe we've gone a little bit for when the initial suspension of Tristan Wirfs was talked about because he still had Jackson. You're talking about moving one guy out there. You know, if it's Levi Paulson, if he's back healthy, he was the guy that started the bowl game against a pretty good front line itself in Boston College and did a nice job out there in those terrible conditions at Yankee Stadium. Now you're talking about two guys, but it's not just Sutton Smith. Sutton Smith had 14 tackles, uh, sacks last year, 15 and a half tackles for a loss. They return everybody along their defensive front. All four starters are back this season. This is not your standard MAC team, where at times mm-hmm. MAC teams they'll have a nice player here, they'll have a nice player there. You've talked about Jordan Lynch in the past and how dynamic he right. was. This is yeah. a team, though, top to bottom, that has a ton of guys here, and they're good along the lines. That's something you don't see a lot with teams from the MAC, teams from the Sun Belt. You don't see line play at as high of a level as I think you're going to see out of this Northern Illinois Husky squad. And then on the other side of the football, they return a guard that was first-team MAC last season. In fact, their offensive line returns all five starters itself. Now you're working with your number one and number three or number four, depending on how you look at it, defensive tackle, the rotation that you were looking to set up. And we talked about the depth that they have in the defensive line. That takes a hit here. Jim, it goes from, all right, we'll talk about the concerns about Northern Illinois, but I was going to win this game too. I don't want to say it's a 50-50 proposition, but it's balancing a lot more than many Hawkeye fans, I think, want to realize. This Northern Illinois team, not just good for the MAC. this is a good football team. This is a real football team making their way to Kinnick Stadium, but taking it yet another step. And this is what I, I wanted to get your perspective on this, Jim. So we have all these things happening with Iowa football. And is there a reason behind it? Is there a reason for this happening? Is it a bad group of guys? Is it a leadership question? Is it Kirk Ferentz is aging and, and they don't respect the old man anymore? I'm just throwing out theories. There, there seems to have to be a reason, at least in my mind. Or do you just chalk it up to these are college kids these happen in waves. Not a big deal. We'll move on after week one. All these guys are going to be back. Well, I think it's a big deal just because of some of the things that you talked about and the and the first opponent that they're going to play. From that from that standpoint, I think it's a pretty big deal. However, I I can't really attribute this some guy getting hammered. Uh, I I can't attribute that to Kirk Ferentz. I can't attribute that to the coaching staff. And another guy riding around on a moped with two of his buddies hanging on for dear life. And again, I can't, I I don't see where the coaching staff can come into question for dumbass mistakes that young men do. And that's where I'm going with this, Trent. I think it's just dumbass guys. And you reference that. They hadn't had much difficulty in the last couple of years. 
and it, this just happens to be their time. And it's it's not like it doesn't happen. We know what happens on every college campus. Mm-hmm. And, and it happens to other big-name college football schools, not just at Iowa, not just at Iowa State. They've got their own issues. But from, from that aspect, I, I just think it's – I just think it's 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 dumbassery, and I know that's not a word, but I just made it up. It's dumbassery by guys that think, you know, I'm really cool, man. I'm a cool dude because I play college football for the Hawks. I can do anything. No, dude, you can't. No. First off, you have to rep- represent yourself. Then you have to represent your school. And you failed miserably in both of those categories. So just shut up, take the punishment, and move on. And don't let it happen again. Use it as a learnable moment. Dumbassery. That's exactly what I believe it is, Trent. A lot of negative headlines over on the east side of the state right now with the Hawkeyes. And, well, uh, I'm I'm sure that they are happy to be in camp right now and and hopeful that the coaching staff – could get through this, figure it out, and going to have to work through it. And now the question becomes, you know, what does the offensive line look like? What does the defensive line rotation look like going forward? Are we going to see Parker Hesse inside a lot and more playing next to Matt Nelson? We saw that more in passing downs last season and a chance to get Epinesa and Anthony Nelson on the outside. That could be a possibility. What do you do at the tackle spot? Mark Kallenberger, we talked about the youngster. You know, Jim, I've been impressed with him going all the way back to his high school days. Mm-hmm. He's up to 282 now. I think he's got great footwork, a chance to be really special, but now you're throwing him in there as a redshirt freshman. And on the other side, it's either going to be Paulson coming off an injury like I talked about or Dalton Ferguson, a guy that is a redshirt senior, a walk-on that has never played meaningful snaps before. You're doing that against the Northern Illinois line. And we'll get into that a little bit more here coming up in about 10 minutes or so. Pat Hardy will be dropping by from allhawkeyes.com. We'll get his perspective on that and a whole lot more with Iowa football. Jim, uh, as you know, we are getting ever so close to the high school season. and uh, We are. In fact, 16 days away from today, we will have our first football Friday night here on 1700 KBGG. It'll be Ankeny against Ankeny Centennial. Great matchup there. Week 2, another rivalry game with Dowling against West Des Moines Valley. That game will be out at Drake Stadium. We'll have our Central Iowa game of the week here each and every week starting at 7 o'clock on 1700 and taking you all the way till 11 o'clock with the scoreboard show. But uh, I wanted to say thank you while we have a little bit of time here before we welcome in Pat to some of the people making this possible, people that have been jumping on board here over the last week or so. And, and starting with Travis White today with Absolute Auto Repair, a place that will uh, help you out, locally owned business, something that I know is very important to both you and me, Jimmy B, people that yep. know the community, give back to the community in a big way, and help and bring these games to the airwaves. And if you're looking, need to get something done with your vehicle, go to the repair shop. It's Absolute Auto Repair. They will hook you up as well with a free rental car while your car is being serviced. Great work there, and a big thank you to Travis White out at Absolute Auto Repair. Also, Ryan with Right Roofing. You've been hearing their ads here on our, our program throughout the last few months. Big thank you to Ryan for jumping on board with high school coverage. Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. Also, Charterhouse Real Estate with Mark Charter, Central Bank, and John Brown. I just want to say thank you to all of them for jumping on board, Jimmy B., and helping us bring these broadcasts to the airwaves every Friday night. 
it's uh, great that we have such great sponsors who like to be on and associated uh, with 1700. And Trent, look, this is this is what makes our job fun and and makes it all worthwhile is when you have great sponsors that realize the hard work that you put in broadcasting those games and more than ever they want to step up to the table and be a part of it so i congratulate you on that hard work and effort uh, for putting all of this again together good and job by you thank you thank you it's a lot of fun I, you know how much i enjoy doing it and yep. and getting uh, the recognition for these kids out there that they deserve all throughout the season, football, basketball, wrestling, baseball, done volleyball, softball in the past, whatever sport it is. I, I, I could do a little soccer or golf if, if need be. I'll do it all, Jimmy B. I, I love doing it and, uh, and broadcasting these high school sports here on our radio airwaves. With that, you ready to take a break? We'll come back and talk some more Hawkeyes with Pat Hardy. I'm, I'm ready to roll here because, Pat, I'm sure he's got to be as frustrated as anybody because he has to be the guy who covers all this <laughs> all the time. So he's probably just wringing his hands. Pat Hardy, on the way, everybody, allhawkeyes.com. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker 1700. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Sponsored by Dell. Dell Small Business Technology Advisors know there's nothing small about your business. They provide one-on-one partnership and reliable Dell PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 877-BY-DELL. Don't waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate. Join my flip-flop revolution today. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only for the people credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is, and we know how to get you approved, even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip flop revolution. I'll pay up to $4,679 more for your trade. And you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer, newer car today. But hurry, the revolution ends August 31st or after we've flip flopped 82 cars. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm a dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University, one block off I 235 on the State Fair side call 265-1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com approvedbyjoe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com looks like we have another contestant for russian roofer roulette place your bet choose from unmet expectations we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian roofer roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. The Arizona-Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona-Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona-Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the arizona Iowa Baseball Company. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey 
All right, everybody, welcome back in. Uh, we continue on all the way till 6 o'clock, waiting on Pat Hardy to uh, get in touch with us all, hot guys. Trent, look, uh, we were going to dive into the issues that Kirk Ferentz and his coaching staff is having, losing all those players uh, in Game 1. The good news is, or at least right now anyway, you never know, it might change, uh, they will all be back for game two, which is Iowa State and the Cyhawk game. So, look, I, I, I don't know what to say. You asked me, you know, is it a leadership thing? And, and I, I, I still can't buy that. Look, one guy's 22, 23 years old. Uh, he's, he's a man. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm a man. So he's a man. And when you're, it always cracks me up because, and, and we get caught doing it as well, that people say, oh, the kids. You got to remember, these guys are 18 to 21, 22, 23, maybe. They're not really, they're young men. They're not really kids anymore. And they do stupid kid stuff. Uh, look, I. I can sit here and shake my head. I can't go into any details on some of the things that I did at that age because I'd probably be in jail. But you you do stupid stuff at that age. So I don't think when you ask me, I thought about it during the commercial break. I, I just can't see the, the leadership thing from the top down being a factor. And let's say you're one of the, the captains on the team. You, you you can only say so much to some guy, and if it doesn't register, well, damn, it doesn't register. I, that's just the way life is. So that's that's where I am with that. I I just can't uh, I just can't figure out why it it just kind of uh, steamrolled all of a sudden with the drinking and then breaking team rules. And and it's highlighted now. And I'm sure Hawk fans are just like, oh, my God, the sky's falling. Well, the sky's not falling. It's not like that. But it is different, and the reason is is because it hasn't happened in a few years. You might have one or two guys, and that would be it. But not four, five right off the top. And, and guys that, you know, are, that get a lot of playing time. And with that, Pat Hardy, all Hawkeyes, is joining the program. Pat, uh, Trent and I have got into this a little bit. Are you, like, just shaking your head over there? Because instead of writing columns about what players are doing on the field, you're writing columns on what players are doing off the field, breaking team rules, and getting hammered. I'm not overly concerned. I just wrote a column on that. I posted it about, oh, half an hour, 45 minutes ago. I'm, I'm certainly not dismissing it, but I've been through this, and Coach Ferentz has been through this so many times. This stuff just happens. It's unfortunate when it happens. Mm-hmm. You deal with it when it happens. You handle each case individually and accordingly, and I think that's what we're seeing. And I don't read too much into it, good or bad. Yes, you would much rather prefer that it not happen, but They've been through these types of cycles of behavior issues so many times in the last 20 years that, like I said, I don't think it's a statement on anything. I just think it's bad behavior at a bad time that's kind of all lumped together, but I don't think it means that Kirk's losing control of the players or that the players are running the asylum. I just think this stuff happens 
at times when you have 125 kids between the age of 17 and 22 on your team. Yeah, it's a good way. And Pat, you've been at this for a long time. You know the Hawkeye beat well. It is cyclical. It Any rhyme or reason to it? Have you been able to come up for a reason, be it maybe senior leaders? There aren't a whole lot of seniors in this group. Or is it completely random and bad luck's going to happen at some point? I just think it's random. I, I, I'm guessing there's been times where Iowa football players have driven on scooters drunk and not got caught. I'm guessing there's times where they've been drunk out in public and made fools of themselves and not got caught. These times they just happen to get caught, and when that happens, I mean, we make a big deal out of it because it is a big deal. But I don't think it means that there's any type of behavioral change amongst the players. I still think it's pretty much the same program. I think it's still the same culture. I still think overall the culture is pretty good. Hey, there's a lot of programs that may, may not be suspending a Larry Jackson right now for another game for violation of team rules. I mean, he's their starting left tackle. He's a huge part of that team. And I, in a way, I guess if I'm an Iowa fan, I'm saying, well, at least I know Coach Ferentz is still holding these players accountable, even though this is nothing legal. This is something I – it sounds like it was something he had to do, and he was doing it, but he didn't get it done entirely. I don't know what it could be, some type of responsibility – nothing to do with legal or anything, and it just he didn't get it done, and now he's paying the price for it. You mentioned Alaric Jackson and already a suspension of the other starting offensive tackle uh, with Tristan Wurst being out there. This is, I, I would say, at least from the outside looking in, strike two, though. He was suspended for the bowl game. Don't know if they're related, what it exactly is, but when you look at this, Jackson suspended for the pinstripe bowl, now suspended for game number one. you got to figure the talented sophomore He's got to be on thin ice, doesn't he? Well, I use short leash in my column. Yeah, he's got to be. This is his second suspension. Back-to-back games being suspended. If I had to guess, I think they are related. I think this is an ongoing process in which he just didn't live up to everything he was told to do in order to get his playing status back. I think the fact that it's one game and the fact that Kirk did praise him in the statement. I'll tell you what, for an Iowa release, that had about as much transparency as I've ever seen, and I love the timing of it. It wasn't Friday at 5 o'clock or anything. They came out and they basically said, uh, they kind of gave you an idea what it was, but no, Alaric's got to look at this now. He's got a great opportunity here. These next two or three years of his life are going to be shaped so much by what he accomplishes here at Iowa. He's got a great opportunity to change his life, because to me, he's got NFL player written all over him. He's going to leave here Possibly he's a four-year starter, three years if he leaves early. But he's got to take care of these things. He's got to make sure that he gets over these obstacles. So hopefully he will learn from this, and this will better him down the road. I think that's what Kirk's hoping to do. And if they lose to Northern Illinois, I mean, they lose. I mean, it will be horrible if they do lose under these circumstances because fans are going to panic. But, Trent, you know, how many times have we been in these situations with parents where it just seems like the world is coming to an end? Yes. Or vice versa, where it seems like, wow, we've got the world in our hands right now. You just can't assume anything good or bad with Iowa football. You've got to let it play out. Well, we do know this, though, Pat, that Northern Illinois coming in is no pushover. They have no, guys they're not. That are they got stu- a really good defensive end, yeah. and I addressed yep. that in my column, but I'm still thinking an Iowa team losing three starters should still beat a MAC team at home that went 8-5 and five last year. This is no Northern Illinois team that's good, but it's not being picked to just roll through the MAC. Iowa's a Big Ten team at home, and there's a lot of Iowa fans out there. If you pick them to win, lose more than three games this year, they look at you like you're an idiot. Okay, well, if that's the case, then you take care of business in games like this. They can't screw up like they've done in the past. If one of my biggest criticisms under Kirk is 
that he's prone to lose to just about anybody. He's shown that his teams can play down. They need to avoid that this time. I don't care how many starters are out. They need to win this game if they're that good. I just think, I just think that there's not enough firepower with Northern Illinois to beat this Iowa team. Unless there's, now there's been flukes. There's been the Northern Iowa game where that was an 11-win Iowa season. But lots of times when Iowa struggles in games like this, that goes on to be sort of a harbinger of, uh, because they end up not being very good. I mean, look at the Iowa team that barely beat Northern Illinois at Soldier Field. That team went 4-8. I mean, there's, there's, and the Iowa teams that lost to Central Michigan and Western Michigan, those weren't very good teams. Yeah, there's, there's a plenty of low moments that you can point to, too. Some, some ugly losses to Purdue teams that weren't very good even a season ago. Uh, Purdue that got bowl eligibility with that and a win against Indiana to finish off the year and uh, get the Brahm era off and running. Pat Hardy joining us, allhawkeyes.com. Let's speculate here a little bit. Starting tackle positions, Mark Kallenberger, redshirt freshman, a guy I watched in high school a lot, very impressed by his footwork, his abilities. Added weight, he's up to 282, listed on the depth chart. If he's got one of the spots, what do we know about Levi Paulson, who started a year ago in the bowl game because of the suspension to Larrick Jackson, where he is in his recovery, and then a redshirt senior that's also listed in the two deep, Dalton Ferguson. I'll be honest, Pat, I feel like I know almost everybody on the Iowa roster. I don't know much about him. Well, Dalton Ferguson, I covered him in high school. He's a big kid. I mean, he's about, I think they list him at 6'5", 3'10", something like that. He's a big kid. He's experienced. I could see him coming in there and doing a decent job. You've got Kallenberger, who's a much different situation. Physically, he's not as mature right now as a Dalton Ferguson. He's three, four years younger. But I think Kallenberger is one of these guys who down the road projects as a tackle. He may have to learn in a hurry for this Game and then of course you've got the the Paulsons. They've been versatile to, versatile enough to where they've used them at both positions. But let's face it, whoever they put in there is going to be a big drop off experience wise. I mean that's just the way it's going to be. That's the problem when you make decisions like this. You really jeopardize your team. You hurt your teammates and what have you. But we always hear about Iowa's next man in philosophy and how great Iowa is on the offensive line. So to me, this is a time to just. Stand up and prove it. Just show it again that you can withstand hits like this and still win a game against a quality opponent. Depth at the defensive tackle spot also certainly taking a hit here with no Reef, no Lattimore for the first game. We saw Parker Hesse a year ago slide inside at times in passing downs. I know they've, they've worked a few different guys in there. Rotation will be uh, cut down certainly for this game. How do you believe that's going to shake out the impact against, we talk about the defensive line for Northern Illinois, the offensive line also returns all five starters for the Huskies in that matchup? I think Iowa, like you said, I think they're going to have to move. They've got these four defensive ends. I think you're going to see one of them at least play a lot of defensive tackle that game. Maybe it's A.J. Epinesa. I don't know. Maybe they move. I don't think you're going to move Anthony Nelson at 6-7, and I don't see that happen. Parker Hesse possibly, but, that, and, but then you're going to have to have other guys just step up. Another guy... Um, Golston, Cedric Golston, the, the kid from Detroit, another kid from Detroit. I think this is an opportunity for him to live up to this next man in mantra. But, no, there's definitely, when you lose your starting defensive tackle and then you lose the, the guy who's probably third in that rotation, it's going to hurt. I mean, it's definitely going to hurt. Now, Cedric Lattimore was good last year, but I think you'd agree he was not, by no means an impact player. He was steady. He was adequate, but he's not. He's starting for a reason. So that's definitely going to hurt, but I still Maybe I'm giving them too much credit. Now, if they were playing a solid Big Ten opponent, I'd be really, really worried. I'm still worried, but I still think if this Iowa football team is as good as everybody keeps telling me it is, they should be able to win this game. I mean, I, just, I still feel even under those circumstances, they should be able to win this game. The one concern I do have, though, defensively is, boy, 
that interior of the Iowa defense, when you take away the three linebackers from last year and then these two tackles, the defensive ends can only do so much, and the safeties in them can only do so much. So, yeah, there's some concerns. So, like I said, this will be a real good test of Iowa's depth right out of the bat. Pat Hardy is our guest. Pat, before we let you run, I want to switch gears and go to basketball. What do you think of the new NCAA proposals that will now allow players on the hard court or on the hardwood to come out have uh, and see if they get drafted? If they don't, then they can return and play college basketball again. Your thoughts on that? I like that. I like that rule. I'm not sure I like more involvement with agents. I just, I mean... Um, I'm a little um, skeptical of that, but I think I like anything that gives a kid an opportunity to test for his future without sacrificing his present, and I think that's what this rule <laughs> will do. I, th- <laughs> I think it's going to really help. Sorry, I choked on a potato chip. I think it's going to really help <laughs> um, these kids plan for their future. I think it's going to give them a chance to try something without paying the ultimate price. So I'm always in favor of that. You know, the agent rules that are out there really doesn't impact Iowa a whole lot. You're talking about some top-level guys that are there, but Iowa yes. did get some good news with the top-level talent. Dale Davis's son uh, has Iowa in his final six, and he's going to be making an official visit to Iowa coming up this fall. That's you talk about Trace Jackson Davis. Yes, yeah, Dale Davis, the old Indiana. Yeah, no. <laughs> he, yeah he, I, he is going to do that, and we'll see what happens. I still would take the field. Sure. I'll be shocked if he doesn't go to Indiana or Michigan State. Mm-hmm. But I mean. It's it's better than not being in his top six. I mean, so they've got a chance. It's just this is tough when you start trying to get these five stars from out of state. Pat, you got to lay off those potato <laughs> chips, pal, when you're doing a uh, an interview. I'm good. I'm God. good now. I'm good. It's not easy to eat potato chips, talk, and walk at the same time. <laughs> if anybody can do it, it's you, Pat Hardy. There you go. There you go. Hey, we'll talk again but in no, a couple of weeks. All right, guys, have a good one. You too. Pat Hardy joining us from allhawkeyes.com. <laughs> he, he's still hacking away. Those chips got him, Jimmy B. Got to be careful. <laughs> I know. Come on, this is, this is how you, this is our moneymaker, man. It's our mouth. You got to be, you got to keep that thing in good shape. Uh, that's, that's, that's the way that we, we make a living. So I can't believe he was hacking on a potato chip. I thought we were going to like have to jump through the phone line and give him the Heimlich maneuver or something. There. Ooh, yeah. Don't, don't want that. Don't want that. Well, Jim, we've got to take Ooh. a break here. Coming back, we're talking more football. We go from the college game back to the NFL. And uh, our first look at the Minnesota Vikings with our buddy Ted Glover. It's been a while. Now, Ted is interesting, Jim. As you know, not just a mm-hmm. Viking fan also an Ohio State Buckeye fan. So we're going to get the Buckeye fan perspective on Urban Meyer from a guy that uh, always lays it out on the line. Looking forward to this. Ted Glover, he's coming up on the other side. Purple Buckeye next on Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Summer is here and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net 
Our forecast for tonight, mostly clear, mild and dry, a low near 67. Mostly sunny and heating up Thursday for the first day of the fair, a high of 93 with a slight chance of some isolated showers late in the day. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Sponsored by your locally owned Domino's. Introducing Domino's Hotspots. Get pizza delivered to outdoor locations like parks, beaches, and more. Not at home? Not a problem. Visit Domino's.com for details on Domino's Hotspots. Don't waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate. Join my flip-flop revolution today. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only for the people credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is and we know how to get you approved, even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip-flop revolution. I'll pay up to $4,679 more for your trade. And you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer, newer car today. But hurry, the revolution ends August 31st or after we've flip-flopped 82 cars. I'm Joe Clemens and I'm a dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off 235 on the state fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com. Approvedbyjoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Price effects, trade allowance, negative equity may be refinanced. All terms subject to approval. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. For one more beer for me, exile needs quality, so savagely. Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. 
south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Swinging a man. Slammed up. Touchdown. Sports. It's Jimmy B and TC. Oh, yeah. The word you're looking for is wow. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. Welcome back. We go all the way till 6 o'clock. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, Adam Kramer, kegs and eggs on college football. Ian Castleberry will join us. We'll get into some Major League Baseball. Right now, Trent, Ted Glover. Daily Norseman covers the Vikings and a Ohio State Buckeye fan. I I I don't know how I should open this conversation, Ted. Do you, do you want do you want to make an opening statement before we start to ask you questions? How about a pleasant hello? That would be good to get this show rolling, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, it's, it's been too long, Ted. It's been too long, and we we bring you in guns blazing with uh, your boy yep. Urban Meyer uh, under some fire. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, yeah, how about uh, how about those Vikings? <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's just a, a, a an ugly situation all the way around. I, I think. A lot of Urban Meyer supporters, um, uh, the last few days or a week, have been trying to focus on on the messenger, Brett McMurphy, and um, whether or not there was ever an arrest made. Or, or I mean, there, I, and I think everybody's just kind of trying to get away from the fact that that whether Urban Meyer did everything by the book, like he claimed he did in that statement, he had a few days. After Big Ten Media Days, I mean, the, the bottom line is he he knowingly employed a guy that beat his wife. I, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, that's kind of like the core of the issue to me. And and whether or not you think that's worthy of firing a guy or not is is kind of I think what's what's being debated. I, I mean, I, I I think it should be all this. Did Brett McMurphy? alter the question in his or his, his story on Facebook and all this all this other stuff is just noise. I mean, did Urban Meyer the question I think needs to be answered is did Urban Meyer, a guy that preaches, you know, to his players accountability and you you don't hit women and you don't abuse women, did he knowingly employ a guy that beat his wife? It's pretty simple. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It, yeah, yeah. Ted, Ted I, I know, I've known you for a number of years now, and I know you're a good person. I, I know you're 
you're not one of the crazies that we see and the people that are you know spotlighted in interviews and the people that are out there you know with signs that are just despicable you're not one of those people but you are a fan and and you want to see your team and Ohio State at their best and is it difficult? I mean, we've all had this at different levels. It doesn't matter what you're a, a fan of. You know, Cubs fans had to go through this a couple years ago with Araldis Chapman. The Astros in baseball are going through this now with their new addition out of the bullpen. You know, it, it happens at varying degrees all over the place. Do you feel yourself kind of tugged in different directions here? Or are you able to take that, that big aerial view like you do in your helicopter and, and look at it from, from way above and, uh, well, become grounded because of that? No, I mean, for me, it's always, to me, it's just football. I mean, there are so many issues in so many walks of life that are way more important than sports. I mean, sports is an escape, but when, when real-life things like this or the, the other examples you mentioned or Adrian Peterson to the Vikings yeah. in 2014 with, with the, the, the child endangerment abuse, whatever it is you want to call it, um, intrude on that then you have to ask yourself well okay if if this guy was was bob from the office would it make things should it make things any different and no i mean it shouldn't i look i i went to ohio state i've been a fan you know since i was 15 years old i've been i mean but it's it's just football man i mean there's there's stuff to me that's more important than than who I who who I cheer for because they wear certain colored laundry on Saturdays and Sundays. We're having a good conversation right now, Ted Glover. Uh, Ted, and we'll move on to the NFL in, in just a moment. They say that the commission that is now in place to handle the investigation will have it done within two weeks. Uh, were you surprised that they came out with a timetable like that? No, not really. With the season getting underway, I think. Um, you, a, you need to get this resolved, and B, this is this isn't you know new information. This has all been well documented, and uh, there are police reports. Uh, there is what Urban Meyer says he did in terms of reporting it and all that, and that should all be fairly easy to to find and look over and discuss amongst that committee and and make their conclusions. So, no, no not really. I mean, I don't think so. This was kind of a, kind of an uh, ever-evolving thing, yeah, maybe, but I don't see it as that. I think this is something that that happened within a certain period of time in the past, but not too recent past, and they should be able to come to a, a fairly quick conclusion on, on what Urban Meyer's state should be. From that, uh, Ted, we jump over to the other squad that you follow closely, and that is the Minnesota Vikings. You can find Ted over at the Daily Norseman. And uh, the preseason game, well, you have to wait a couple extra days as most everybody else gets started tomorrow. Saturday against the Broncos and the old quarterback, the guy that led the Vikings to the NFC Championship game against the new guy. A little bit more juice than you normally get for a preseason game. Do you see it that way? No. For a preseason <laughs> game, man. They're going to play like a series or two. No. It was a regular season game, yeah, but it's, it's preseason, man. Not a game. What was it? What was it? Alan Ivers and famously said, "We talk about practice, man. Practice." <laughs> I'm with you on that. I, I'm with you. Um, what do you What do you anticipate from from the look? No, no. The coaching staff they they just play plain vanilla. There's no game planning uh, for the other team. None of that. 
then their playbook for the first preseason game is relatively simple. Do you expect to see starters play a couple of series, a quarter? Where where are you on that? Uh, I, I think about a quarter, um, if you believe what Mike Zimmer has said in press conferences so far during training camp. Um, about the only thing he said is that uh, Kirk Cousins will come out when the starting offensive line will come out, and based on his based on his history, that's been um, two series, which maybe could go a quarter. I think it just kind of depends on if he likes what he sees. Uh, there's there's a lot of new moving parts. You know, you got Dalvin Cook coming back. You've got some uh, instability in the offensive line with some, some early training camp injuries. So. They could play a little bit longer if if they don't um, perform up to the expectation, but I I would be very surprised if they went more than one quarter. We're talking with Ted Glover. Ted, uh, jumping over to the offensive line, two years ago, a disaster. One of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen in my uh, 38 years of watching the NFL. Last season improved, not great, but certainly improved from what we saw a year prior, but they're banged up right now. Three starters uh, have not been practicing as of late. Pat Elfline, who has started on the pup list, Mike Remmers, and uh, the latest in Nick Eason. How concerned are you with the offensive line? You kind of couple it with the, the tragic passing of Tony Sperano, the offensive line coach. Um, yeah, that was that was just a sad uh, – Sperano's untimely uh, passing was just a sad, tragic story all the way around. But um, I, I'm not really too concerned yet. I mean, Remmers – an ankle, and I think they're just holding them out for precautionary stuff. Elfline is coming off of, uh, you know, he broke his ankle in the NFC Championship game and had off-season shoulder surgery, and they're expecting him to start practicing uh, after the second preseason game, and he looks on track. The only the only concern I really have is Nick Easton, who um, started complaining about a neck issue on Friday, I think it was. They held him out of the, the nighttime family night scrimmage thing last Saturday, and now he's looking to get a second opinion, which I think he is supposed to get today. Uh, and we'll see we'll see where that goes. Uh, but I, you know, if this was leading up to week one of the regular season, yeah, I'd, I'd be really I'd be really nervous because I, I don't I don't care how good your offensive line is, if you lose three starters, you're going to have issues. But I don't think this is going to be the case moving forward. I I, I have a feeling that. Um, Two of those guys will definitely be back soon, and we'll just kind of keep our fingers crossed for Nick Easton. Ted, this is uh, an aroundabout question that does involve the Vikings. When the Vikings made a deal a couple of seasons back, and they lost their quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater went down, went out, traded for Sam Bradford. Now Bradford is gone to Arizona, and Bridgewater was is with the New York Jets. Could you see this as a scenario if a team loses their starter and they don't have the confidence in a backup to be the guy, would that call be made to Teddy Bridgewater since there are three or four quarterbacks that the Jets have right now? In your estimation with what you saw, is he now getting to the point where he could be that guy again for some team? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and you have to look at the – the quarterback situation in, in New York, um, they've drafted Sam Darnold to be their guy. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater signing there was was kind of a stopgap thing, depending on on how um, Darnold did. But it, it sounds like he has a, a, a legit shot to 
win the starting job. And I, I'm my my personal philosophy or belief or whatever is if you're drafting a quarterback that high, the only way he's you you know if if he's got it and he's going to be your guy is to play him early and take your lumps because you know you're probably not going to be very good anyways, and that experience is invaluable moving forward. So I yeah I could definitely see uh, a situation you know Bridgewater was only signed a one year deal. There's not a whole lot of money there uh, for a team that would would want to take on his contract. So, yeah, I mean it's it is it's possible, sure. New uh, quarterback to take over that great set of weapons that the Vikings have: Stephon Diggs on one side, Adam Thielen on the other. Ted, uh, help the non-Vikings fans out there listening right now, getting ready for their fantasy draft. Who has the better season, Stephon Diggs or Adam Thielen? Thielen. I mean. Stephon Diggs, I, I love Stephon Diggs. Don't get me wrong, um, but he kind of he kind of struggles about midseason. He'll miss a game or two. He just kind of gets dinged up. Um, Thielen has kind of a more durable track record, and he just seems to have more consistent numbers. If you look at the game logs between the two, uh, week in and week out. The only thing where Diggs I think has a decided advantage over his touchdowns. I think uh, Thielen only had three or four touchdowns last year. Um, so that could be something to come into play, but I, with the way Kirk Cousins delivers the ball, um, I don't, I don't think that's, uh, going to be as much of an issue as it might have been in years past. Well, I'm going to hold you to that and my team's four and nine at the end of the year because I took Thielen over Diggs. I'm coming for you, Ted Glover. Fair enough. (laughs) Be good. Be good. Great tech catching up with you again. Let's do it again here before the season starts. You bet. Anytime. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good talking to you. You bet. Ted Glover with the Daily Norseman joining us here. Purple Buckeye is where you can find him on Twitter. A lot of great content, as always, over at the Daily Norseman. Love that group of guys. Him, Chris Gates and company do an outstanding job talking Minnesota Vikings football and uh, getting that Ohio State perspective from a fan. Also very good. We got an hour in the book. Still one more to go here on the program. We're going to kick it off with more college football talk on the other side. Adam Kramer from Bleacher Report. Kegs and Eggs, he'll be up first. Ian Castleberry on baseball. All to come here on 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. 
Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. One of the scariest things that can happen to pet owners is having your pet go missing. That's why the Animal Rescue League of Iowa has partnered with iowapetalert.com to help reunite lost pets with their owners. We post every lost pet that arrives to our doors on this website within 24 hours, and the public can post lost and found pets and sign up for notifications, too. Learn more at iowapetalert.com. Sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Napa Auto Parts has expertise in parts you need to help keep your car on the road no matter how many miles it has. Quality parts, helpful people, that's Napa know-how. Back to school, back to Target. This is the year you go the extra style. With looks from Cat and Jack, Umbro, C9, and more. If your kids want to be it, you can theme it. Overalls for art lovers. Next level tees for gamers. Sporty looks for first day goals. Unicorn hoodies to astronaut socks. Your kids can rock it from head to toe. Target has back to school covered with kids apparel starting at $4. Shop our best back to school prices all season long at Target. Pros in the know start with Lowe's because Lowe's makes it easy to save on the supplies pros need to keep properties running right. Now you can get 40% off Filtreat 2-pack flat panel air filters when you buy a case of 24. That's only $1.34 per filter. Come by the Pro Desk or go to Lowe'sforpros.com for more details. So pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid while supplies last. See store for details. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it 